Hello, and welcome to the Capture the JS podcast. Uh, you can access the content for free at https colon slash slash www.wcc.vccs.edu slash sites slash default slash files slash introduction dash two dash gnu dash octave dot pdf. Introduction dot gnu octave. Introduction to GNU uh, GNU Octave, a brief tutorial for linear algebra and calculus students. Uh, By Jason Lashniette. Introduction to GNU Octave, a brief tutorial for linear algebra and calculus students. Jason Lashniet, Wytheville Community College, 3rd edition. This work is licensed under the Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike License uh, 4.0 International License. Uh, to view a copy of this license, visit https colon slash slash creativecommons.org slash licenses slash by slash 4.0 or send a letter to Creative Commons P.O. Box 1806, sorry, 1866, Minton View, CA, uh, 94042, USA. Edition 3, download for free at https colon slash slash www.wcc.vccs.edu slash site slash default slash files slash introduction dash two dash gnu dash octave dot pdf. Copyright 2020 by Jason Lonchiet, CC by SA. Contents. Contents. Preface. One. Getting started. 1.1, introduction. 1.2, navigating the GUI. 1.3, matrices and vectors. 1.4, plotting. Chapter 1, ex- exercises. 2, matrices and linear systems. 2.1, linear equations. 2.2, polynomial curve fitting. 2.3, matrix transformations. Chapter 2, exercises. 3. Single Variable Calculus 3.1. Limits, Sequences, and Series 3.2. Numerical Integration 3.3. Parametric, Polar, and Implicit Functions 3.4. The Symbolic Package Chapter 3 Exercises Chapter 4. Miscellaneous Topics 4.1. Complex Variables 4.2, 4.2, special functions. 4.3, statistics. Chapter 4, exercises. Chapter 5, eigenvalue problems. 5.1, eigenvectors. 5.2, Markov chains. 5.3, diagonalization. 
5.4, singular value decomposition. 5.5, Gram-Schmidt and the QR algorithm. Chapter 5, Exercises. Chapter 6, Multivariable Calculus and Differential Equations. 6.1, Space Curves. 6.2, Surfaces. 6.3, Multiple Integrals. 6.4, Vector Fields. 6.5, Differential Equations. Chapter 6, Exercises. Chapter 7, Applied Projects. 7.1, Digital Image Compression. 7.2, The Guinea Index. 7.3, Designing a Helical Strength. 7.4, 3D Printing. 7.5, Modeling a Cave Passage. 7.6, Modeling the Spread of an Infectious Disease. Appendix A, MATLAB Compatibility. Uh, Appendix B, Octave Command Glossary. References and Index. Preface. This short book is not intended to be a comprehensive manual for that, refer to three, which is indispensable. Instead, what follows is a tutorial that puts Octave to work solving a selection of applied problems in linear algebra and calculus. The goal is to learn enough of the basics to begin solving problems with minimum frustration. Note that minimum frustration does not mean no frustration. Be patient. Above all, our objective is simply to enhance our understanding of calculus and linear algebra by using Octave for a as a tool for our computations. As we work towards uh, mathematical concepts, we will have to learn, we will, uh, let me start that uh, end of the sentence again. We will learn the basics of programming in Octave. Note that while we deal with plenty of useful numerical algorithms, we do not address address we do not address issues of accuracy and Randolph errors in machine arithmetic. For more details about numerical issues, refer to one. How to use this book. To get the most out of this book, you should read it alongside an open octave window where you can follow along with the computations. You will want a pencil and paper too, as well as your math books. To get started, read chapter one without worrying too much about any of the mathematics you don't understand yet. After grasping the basics, you should be able to move into any of the later chapters or sections that interest you. Every chapter concludes with a set of problems, some of which are routine practice, and some of which are more involved. Chapter seven contains a series of applied projects. Most examples assume the reader is familiar with the mathematics involved. In a few cases, more detailed explanations of relevant theorems are given by way of motivation, but there are no proofs. Refer to the linear algebra and calculus books listed in the references for backgrounds 
on the underlying mathematics. In the spirit of openness, all references listed are available for free under GNU or Creative Commons license and can be accessed using the links provided. Well, since this is an audio podcast, uh, you won't really be able to use links that way. But um, I'll try my best. Uh, I can give you a bit of a fresh take, though, because uh, unlike some of the things that we're covering, I am actually quite familiar with MATLAB, uh, which is very similar to Octave. Um, I did numerical integration in university as a comp sci major, um, which is going to help me with most of the book. I haven't done differential equations. I haven't done multivariable calculus um, beyond an introductory level. So, you know, beyond treating one as a constant and integrating the other and then combining all... Anyway, uh, just a lot of details that you don't need to know right now. Uh, let's continue with the book. MATLAB. The majority of code shown in this book will work with MATLAB as well as Octave. The, this guide can therefore also be used as an introduction to that software package. Refer to Appendix A some, for some notes on MATLAB compatibility. Formatting. Blocks of Octave commands will be indented and displayed with special formatting such as... And I'll uh, show you what these do. So this is a comment. So it does nothing, right? Um, let me see if it does paste. So as you can see, it doesn't actually do anything, but it's nice to have. I wonder if I plot whether or not that'll be captured. That's gonna be an interesting uh, thing to see. Okay, well, I'll, I'll type it out then. I seem to have blocked the uh, command window. Let me see if I can. Let's go ahead and. See if we can reopen up a command window. New command window. If not, if not, um, clear command window. Should be still there. Um. Okay, we're just gonna restart Octave. I don't know what's happening with it. Sorry about that. 
And sorry if you're listening, I'm also streaming this. As you can tell, my my audiobooks aren't these polished, you know, um, things there. That you should think of them more as streams than. Oh, so it opens in a new window. Not good. So I need to drag this back to the hub here. Give me a second to try to figure out how to reattach this. So I have here this command window. Can I reattach it somehow? There we go. That wasn't too hard. Uh, X is from negative three, traveling at 0 0.1 steps to three. So it tells us like what that output is. And then we're going to plot x and x to the power 2. Um, let's see if that shows up on screen. It does not. Hmm. Let's go ahead and edit the scene. See if we can add it as a new window. So let's go ahead and uh, change. Figure one. And we're going to make this plot a lot smaller. So it should be in the top left hand corner. We'll add a border to it. You know what, uh, let me just double check what my border looks like. Okay, 11060. Uh, then we'll go to you. Save. Uh, sorry, we'll copy this, drag it to the correct alignment. Uh, 
which would be here. Oh, we want to make it the same size. And we'll save that. So, um, now you can see the little plot here of uh, x squared between uh, negative 3 and 3. And now the last command is we're going to give it a title. And now if we go back to our thing, we have a little title there. So, uh, what, what did we do? We had a comment with a percent sign. We let x be from 3 to negative 3 to 3 at intervals of 0 0.1. Then we plotted x squared on x. And we titled it example plot. The same formatting is used for commands that appear in line in the text. Uh, comments used to explain the code are preceded by a percent sign. Uh, they're shown in green, but doesn't matter to you as a audio podcast. Function names are highlighted in magenta. So plot and title are uh, function names. I'll, I'll try to use like more punchy uh, speaking for that. Strings are highlighted in purple, so example plot, basically this is freestanding text. It's kind of uh, implied from its position. And the octave prompt will show it as uh, two arrows. Uh, that's just what happens when you type into a prompt window. The color coding is visible in the PDF ebook. It's not essential to understand the text. Thus, the print version is in black and white, which keeps the price reasonable. Octave scripts and function files, .m files, are shown between horizontal rules and are labeled with the title as in the following example. These are short programs in the octave language. So this is uh, an example uh, script. So, new file. This, I don't know why it docks outwards. Should be in the same. Ah. I'll, I'll just type them into the command window. It's not that important. So, this is an example octave script. So now we want linear space between 0 and 2 pi, uh, 50. I don't remember what lin space does, but luckily that's why we have a book. Oh, mistyped that. Okay. Um, X is the cosine of T. 
Oh, okay. So, linear space does the same thing kind of as we did, but... Um, it seems to... Um, be cycling between... Um, one and negative one, so. Oh, no, it is just linear space. Well, my, so it is the same thing. Anyway, so, uh, 50 different partitions between zero and two pi. Um, oh, no, that's the cosine of, okay. Uh, y is the sine of t. And then we are going to plot the graph of a unit circle. Which is going to be plotting x with respect to y. And now if we look at the plot... Uh, it's a little squished up in my local. As you can see, it's a little squished up there. But if you look at the labels, right, they both start at negative 1 and they both end at 1. So it's just a matter of the window being a little squished. So this is indeed a unit circle. Note that the line numbers are for reference purposes only and are not part of the code. Um, that's... You know, uh, uh, if you've been programming, that's standard. If you're reading the electronic PDF version, there are numeric, numerous hyperlinks throughout the book that link back to other parts of the text or to external URLs. There is a set of bookmarks to each chapter and the sec and section that can be used to easily navigate from sec. Uh, let me repeat that sentence. There is a set of bookmarks to each chapter and section that can be used to easily navigate from section to section. Open the bookmarks linked in your PDF viewer to view this feature. Uh, as an audio podcast, you can't do that. Theorems and example problems are numbered sequentially by chapter and section. For example, theorem 5.3.4 is the fourth numbered item in chapter 5, section 3. Solutions to many example problems are offset with a bar along the left side of the page, as shown here. A box signifies the end of the example. Feedback. If you use the book to find and find it helpful, please consider leaving a review on the Amazon.com product page or at the UMN Open Textbook Library listing. Send corrections and suggestions to the author at jlernschniet at wcc.vccs.edu. So, revision history. 2017. First version. Written for Octave 4.0. Second edition. Updated to reflect changes implemented in Octave through version 4.4, including the addition of the variable editor, 
migrating to some statistical functions to the statistical package, and the addition of MATLAB-compatible ODE solvers, uh, which is ordinary differential, which is ordinary differential equations solvers to the octave core. New material added on implicit plots, complex variables, matrix transformations, and symbolic operations. An addition of several new exercise and new chapter containing a set of applied projects suitable for linear algebra and calculus students. Uh, so the third edition was updated for Octave 5.2. It's more extensive three-dimensional three plotting examples. Increased coverage of the symbolic package. Numerous small edits throughout to uh, improve clarity of expectation based on our view and student feedback. Multiple new or revised exercises throughout and one new project. And a slightly expanded treatment of statistics has been moved to chapter four, along with a few other miscellaneous topics, leaving only core single variable calculus topics in chapter three. Subsequent chapters are renumbered to accommodate this update. What is now chapter six contains only multivariable calculus and differential equations. So that's going to do it for today. And next time we'll start on chapter one. Let's see how long chapter one was. Uh, we're not going to do all of chapter one, but we'll do um, quite a bit of it, hopefully. Uh, thanks for listening. Uh, this has been the Captain the JS podcast. You can access this content for free at https colon slash slash wcc.vccs.edu slash sites slash default slash file slash introduction dash two dash gnu dash octave dot pdf. Thanks for listening. Have a great day.